0: What's up friends, it's E, happy new year. It's 2020, a fresh new decade, clean new book, all blank pages, and I am so excited to see what God has in store for all of you. For those of you who are new, welcome to midweek rise up i'll give you a quick little rundown of how these short episodes are laid out first we're going to hold on to a word for the week we're going to carry it in our hearts and then we're going to dig into what that word means in scripture and then also how it's relevant to us in our daily lives from there i want to challenge you to be able to apply what we talk about here into the rest of your week as you continue to encourage others well you guys ready let's jump into the good news the word for this week is vapor you might hear people say don't sweat the small stuff it's exactly what it is small stuff and sometimes you're like no it's it's really not small stuff karen it's not my world is crumbling right now before my eyes i lost my job my friendships are a disaster my name is being slandered my reputation is on the line and and our list just goes on and on with the baggage that we carry But what if I were to tell you that it really is all just vapor? It's all just one big breath of inhale and exhale. And it's a form of vanity in some of the most meaningless pursuits in life. So let's break this down. From a biblical standpoint, the Bible talks about this type of vapor. And it's traditionally known that King Solomon was the author of the ancient wisdom book called Ecclesiastes. And it's said that he wrote three books in the Holy Bible, Song of Solomon, um, which when he was young, he wrote that. Proverbs in his middle age is is what they're saying. And then Ecclesiastes in his older age, roughly written about 935 BC, which I love that he wrote in his older age, the book of Ecclesiastes, because hindsight is always twenty twenty, always. And within the book of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon shares about his life and the things he learned and shares some timeless advice for the reader. And the cool thing about the Bible, and maybe this is just a total bible nerd moment on my end is that it really has the answers to everything in life because there's nothing new under the sun that god doesn't know about and that he didn't think that human beings were going to be doing it even says in ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 10 is there anything of which one can say look this is something new It was here already, long ago, and it was here before our time. And also there's much debate over the accurate way to portray the ideas of vanity and vapor being expressed by the Kohola, the teacher, in Ecclesiastes. So real quick, I will read uh, from the Message Version, the first chapter of Ecclesiastes. And then from there, I want to share with you one of my favorite explanations uh, from this passage from Pastor James Jordan. So from the Message Version, Ecclesiastes, Chapter 1 Smoke. Nothing but smoke. There's nothing to anything. It's all smoke. What's there to show for a lifetime of work? A lifetime of working your fingers to the bone? One generation goes its way, the next one arrives, but nothing changes. It's business as usual for old planet Earth. The sun comes up and the sun goes down, then does it again and again. The same old round. The wind blows south. The wind blows north. Around and around and around it blows. Blowing this way, then that. The whirling, erratic wind. All the rivers flow into the sea, but the sea never fills up. The rivers keep flowing to the same old place, and then start all over and do it again. Everything's boring. Utterly boring. No one can find any meaning in it. Boring to the eye. Boring to the ear. What was will be again. What happened will happen again. There's nothing new on this earth. Year after year, it's the same old thing. Does someone call out, hey, this is new? Don't get excited. It's the same old story. Nobody remembers what happened yesterday. And the things that will happen tomorrow, nobody will remember them either. Don't count on being remembered. I've seen it all. I've been king over Israel and Jerusalem. I looked most carefully into everything, searched out, all that is done on this earth. And let me tell you, there's not much to write home about. God hasn't made it easy for us. I've seen it all, and it's nothing but smoke. Smoke and spitting into the wind. Life's a corkscrew that can't be straightened. A minus that won't add up. I said to myself, I know more and I'm wiser than anyone before me in Jerusalem. I've stockpiled wisdom and knowledge. What I finally concluded is that so-called wisdom and knowledge are mindless and witless, nothing but spitting into the wind. Much learning earns you much trouble. The more you know, the more you hurt. I know that's really heavy, so let's take a little bit of a lighter tone right now and dig into what the word of vapor and breath and smoke really mean in in scripture. And as Pastor James Jordan said, in describing human life as vapor or breath or smoke, Solomon emphasizes that life is brief and beyond our control. Life is vapor because the world goes on unchanged in spite of all our frantic activities, because things slip through our fingers when we try to grasp them and through our minds when we try to understand them, because nothing lasts, yet everything stays the same. So where is the vanity in the vapor? Do you feel like sometimes you're shepherding wind? I know I do. I know that sometimes I'm striving after vain pursuits that fill my ego, but does it really fill my soul? No. And the message is that we don't have control over our life. God is in control. And it is completely vain for us to think otherwise because our life is vapor. It's smoke. Our time here is vapor. Our friendships, our business empires that we're building, our work, all of it is vapor. But I'm not saying that for you to think that your life is meaningless because it's not. Your life is very important. But the things that you pursue is what the weight of meaningless falls on. What are you pursuing? What are you putting a label of meaningfulness onto? There's three perspective points to address the vanity of vapor. First, I want you guys to breathe. Ask yourself this. Will all of this really matter in five years from now? The things that bothered you when you were 15, in your 20s, 30s, do they still bother you to this day? For example, when I was little, playing basketball at the Boys and Girls Club, I was like seven maybe, I was like seven years old, and we had to pick teams. And of course, everyone stands to the side, and the captains start picking their team. And I would literally get heart palpitations because I was the only girl on the team, and I was mortified that I was going to get picked last. And I look back on it now, and I laugh. But at the time, it was traumatizing. But please know, I'm not, I'm not trying to diminish or minimize situations like abuse or other impactful moments of sin in your life. I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the things that that cause you stress and worry and anxiety and create storms out of nothing that you put on a pedestal and completely consume your inner peace. That's what I'm referring to. So that's point one. Point two, I want you to recognize your humble placement in this universe. Do you know how big our world is? How big our universe is? And and there's us, there's you, there's me, this little speck in this in this world in this universe there's such vanity in human toil and worry and we all believe we're unique we are and we all believe that we're special and to some extent we are because we're told that when we're younger and even when we're older and yes don't get me wrong a lot of us are very talented but when it's all said and done we're human beings we're just souls with bodies not bodies with a soul and we came from dust and dust will return And the third point is to surrender. Human arrogance is so foolish. You guys, I just want you to take a minute to just surrender. Put your ego aside and fully experience the moments that you're in for the gifts that they are because they were mindfully and patiently created and crafted for you, specifically for you. God doesn't make mistakes. His will will always triumph over yours. And thank goodness for that. For him having the ability to save us from ourselves when we don't even know we need saving. In the book of James, it says today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such city and spend a year there and engage in business and make a profit. Yet you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. I know that this topic of vapor might seem depressing, and this podcast is not meant to be depressing at all. If anything, it's supposed to be the rise up of your week. So please know this is not meant to be depressing. If anything, this should be liberating. You, you should not medicate your feelings to numb yourself from reality. There's so much growth in the opportunity to expand. There's a purpose in your pain. You do not hide from your past or your future, and neither of those define you. What defines you is that you're a child of God. You're put on this earth for a purpose, for a reason, all the while glorifying the one who created you. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. There's a depth of finitude. It actually puts things into perspective. For example, you know those moments where you're just so high on life and you're super excited and you say to yourself, wow, I wish this moment could last forever. I know that I've had plenty of those moments in my life that I just wish I could press a pause button. That's the type of recognition I'm talking about. The recognition of how fragile and short time is and how you know that the moment won't last forever. So you cherish it. So let me ask you this. Are you stressed out? Let it go. Will this matter a year from now? Who knows? Probably not. But what we do know is that it's vapor. Because when it's all said and done, we don't take any of this with us. We don't take our stresses, our school loans, our lifestyles, our friends, our money. It's all vapor. So in closing, I'm going to do our prayer a little bit different this episode. Instead, I want to share a meditation on vapor by the liturgists. Take a deep breath. Recognize your frailty. Recognize the things that feel so weighty and wearisome in the back of your mind right now. Are nothing but vapor. Feel your breath. Recognize your lungs keeping you alive without your ability to make them work or not. Your heart is beating. Your cells are working together to keep you alive. And it's all magical and mysterious and beautiful. Life on planet Earth is a gift, and you only get it for as long as you get it. And then the match gets blown out. So set your hearts not on things of Earth, not on the vapor but let go. Fully open your heart to both the gift and the giver, the mystery, the beauty, that in which we live and move and have our being, that in which we call God, the oneness who holds the vapor together, who somehow brings meaning into the meaningless. You guys are loved. Go rise up. Thanks for joining us today. I hope that these words encouraged and challenged you and postured your heart for the rest of the week ahead. I'm so grateful for all of your support. And if you have a minute, go to the subscribe and review section of this podcast and leave us a word or Bible verse that you've been carrying in your heart throughout the week that really just keeps you encouraged and motivated because I want to make this podcast review space almost like an added bookmark for that simple reminder that we're all in this together and God's got this. For more information on Proclaim and Lead Ministry, Our Bible in 365, as well as the Falkirk Center, please click the links below. We're so grateful to have you join us right here every Wednesday on Midweek Rise Up.